Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen you are now, 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 now listening to two, 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 the P13 Podcast. Yeah. Welcome back to the P13 Podcast. Another day, another episode. Remember, you can keep the conversation going on our Instagram at Project13Gyms. Feel free to leave us a line, leave us a question. Feel free to leave us anything that has helped you gain a new perspective on health and fitness. Today, alongside with me, as per usual... It is the man with the deep soulful vocals, the man of many talents, Han Swallow, according to Kim Tran. Shout out, Kim Tran. Shout out, Kim. Shout out, Kim. You're inflating my uh, uh, physique, though. <laughs> there you have it. You heard it. I'm not that swole. That is Mr. Thomas Conway. Not as swole as she is. She's Ooh, pretty she swole, is pretty swole. Yeah, she's getting up there. She is working on her, her Olympic lifting, as I've heard. Yes. She's getting pretty good at it, too. Ooh. So shout out to you, Kim Tran. Shout out go. to you. Also, real quick note before we get going on this podcast. As uh, we have said in a previous podcast with relation to our Usher 1F collaborative fundraising event, we want to say thank you to everyone who participated in donating or joining into the workout, as well as to all our sponsors and vendors who helped us out. Viori, Shift, thank shout you out for Viore. all that. We just want to say thank you to everybody who made that happen and made that a success. Am I right? Correct. I believe yes. we hit our goal too. Yeah. Um, Pre-workout funds raised was like 9,573. And then Viore was donating some of the some of what they raised from the pop-up shop. And so that probably got us to our goal, which was $10,000. And that's also $4,000 more than we raised two years ago when we did this event and we just raised six thousand dollars so high five on that one we'll yeah there that. we go all right good job team. there you go yeah we'll get it there we go there Boom. you go two high fives there's high two five high sandwich. fives here for a special reason we have a a guest in studio it's an in-studio guest am i right you are correct sir the best kind the best kind we but love our virtual guests it's just awesome when we get to have people in person you get yeah, you have a different vibe in there too sometimes. Yeah, for sure. You know, but look into their eyes, you know, <laughs> peer gaze, into their soul, pierce into the soul. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, listening to this podcast, you already know about myself and Thomas. At least for most of you listeners, you get a nice little in depth talk or in depth look at how me and him think and what we do. Um, so today is a special day, bringing in our newest addition to the coaching carousel at. The P13. He's a graduate of San Francisco State University with a degree in kinesiology. He's a fitness enthusiast and a bouldering extraordinaire in the making. He's the one and only Mr. Jared Taylor. Hello, hello, everybody. How are you, sir? I'm doing very good. Welcome Thanks into the studio. Me. Welcome into the podcast. Thank you for having me in. I know you had a little quick shout out last week. Yes, as well. just a little bit. Was it shit last week? He's been, a yeah, before, little mentions. Last little couple mentions. weeks, he's been sitting in on the pod checking out us us uh recording so yeah checking us out getting the stumble, vibes stumbling and yeah <laughs> but yeah welcome in glad you are uh part of the team first of all and we were also glad that you are able to come in and join us on this podcast so why don't you let everyone know a little bit about yourself there sir hello everybody my name is jared and i am a new coach for p13 for myself i am a native to the bay area Originally from Nevada. Shout out Bay. Vado, oh One Bay of the Area. few native Bay Areans. Is that a good way Bay to say Bay Areans? 
I yeah, feel like I think that's right. Maybe right. that's the correct nomenclature. You and TJ are like very like one of the few in the gym. Rare like. breed. Yeah. yeah. Sticking around. To the yeah. Bay. Yeah. Lena and Vita too. Shout out Lena and Vita. Oh. Y'all oh. are also area people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm originally from Novato, so just a little bit ways up in Marin County, just north of San Francisco. I've pretty much been there majority of my life until I transferred over for college at SF State. For the past four years now, I have been in San Francisco, and I've been sticking around since, and that really helped continue my journey of life and delve deeper into the fitness world. Mm. But pertaining to the fitness world, I definitely grew up very active. Uh, at the ripe age of four years old, I started off with soccer and baseball, going from season to season, and it helped me keep that active mindset and also build my competitiveness that I mm. had within myself. That's mm. very interesting because those are both summer sports as well. Yeah, time wise, is that how they do it in the Bay? It's, they're both summer. Sometimes or? I just go back to back and have to find a way. Yeah, Damn. I just love to, dedication. Energetic kid, I just had to spend my energy somewhere, and it had to be the sports. <laughs> do they do soccer in the fall, kind of here too? Now I believe it's in the winter here. Got it. Yeah, they shifted mm. it. Used to be in the fall, and then they had to switch that over to winter. Mm. Mm. Interesting. As of like maybe four or five years. No, longer than that. Maybe like eight years ago at this time. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Don't know that yet. Maybe. <laughs> but down that journey, definitely building into the sports life, it helped me stay very active and delve deeper into fitness. And as I follow through into my later years, say high school, I then was able to expand myself with cross country and track as two heavy sports that even continue till today that I enjoy and would love to go back to as well. Mm-hmm. For track and field, I mainly stuck with the 1600 meter and the 3200 meter because i was always one of the endurance runners and i just love to stick with that props to you on that by the way that's a those are mental battles i feel like very much so especially that 3200 meter that two mile on a track it's uh the longest (laughs) two miler how many laps is that eight laps eight laps eight laps a lot of laps (laughs) it's a lot of laps and that's just the low end now compared to if you go to even college sports or Olympic, they can go up to like 10,000 kilometers yeah. on a track, which yeah. I do not dream that's of doing. That's a lot of time <laughs> just running in left. Is it left? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, that's like right. direction. It's like uh, all you see is on your left. And I was yeah. like, all right, all right, pass it me by. Yeah, yeah. All right, you go. You go. <laughs> I'll move over. <laughs> but then you draft them, right? Yes, yes. If you can, you can keep up with them just a little bit. It's a little pick-me-up. Mm. That's the time being. Fascinating how that works. Is there a strategy to that? There very much is so a strategy with all your races. You're hoping to really bring yourself to a nice pacing in the middle up to, I'd say, that last couple laps and trying to ramp yourself up for that final 800, hopefully with anything left in your tank for even a lap left to go, be that and making sure you can run while you can and not collapse before you get to that finish line because I did not like that one. 1,600 wasn't too bad. That one I can get through, but, oh, that 3,200. Never liked it. Bites, I bet. So then after you kind of uh, pursued those sports for a while, was it your experiences that you had while training for those sports and doing those sports that kind of inspired you to go more into fitness? I'd say they had a good side 
for my competitiveness and fitness, but the biggest thing that really brought me into the realm would be my dad mm. uh, when he started getting me into resistance training and calisthenics okay. while I was off the track or say off the trails as well. And that took place during my senior year of high school. Mm. And luckily enough for my high school, they had an advanced PE class where you actually got to go through a weightlifting program. That's cool. And luckily enough, one, I had a very good friend uh, at the time who helped continue that journey of weightlifting and find the fun in it mm. with a partner versus mm -hmm. trying to run it by myself. Right, right. And going forward with that, it really felt like I had another place that I could be connected to. Yeah. And that carried on right after high school. And I just dug deep, went to the gym, bought a YMCA membership. There we go. Ooh. Shout out Y. Yeah, shout out to Y. Yeah. Thank you very much for <laughs> helping me find myself. Right, right. That's what they do. That's what they do yeah. there. But carry, yeah, and carrying on through that, I had that idea of using strength training and resistance training to help improve my own sport performance. Yeah. Even though I wasn't necessarily in any of the leagues or on a team, I always had that competitive drive to keep myself going and perform in life and making sure that I am responsible for my fitness and my health. And that was one way to take it a step further. Absolutely. Love that. So what lessons, going back to your sports a little bit, do you think that you learned any specific lessons um, as you trained for those sports and did those sports that you now kind of still apply to your fitness uh, today? Very much so. I think a big thing that we I think all need to have is a good routine and mm -hmm. setting that up on a schedule and at least trying to stick to it as best as we can. That way we can see the growth we've made over the years or just over the short time since we've started and making sure to check up on what's happening from time to time and be able to look at back at, hey, this is all the hard work I've done and I've seen how far I've gotten with the day-to-day -day drive mm -hmm. beyond just motivation but having that discipline and taking accountability for where you want to be and making sure that the work you did meant something and it got you to that end goal or the mini goals and objectives that you put ahead of yourself. Yeah. Speaking of growth, what were some of the, what was one of the things that you learned along the way to help you get to that growth? I think a big thing to find the growth was to experiment with many different things and making sure that that fit into what I liked to do as well because I believe in f doing things that you find true enjoyment in and standing by it so that way you know you can truly stick by those actions over and over again and there is going to be some way of reward or satisfaction with seeing that growth further down the line and hopefully you find your niche as well because one thing is you may jump around and it may be necessary to go back and forth on things and see if it's the right fit for you you don't always have to stick to one thing there's a lot of options that life has for you and maybe one thing works out great and then many things just you stumble upon but hey you got to move on and try something else one might say they could take one step 
back to take a couple steps forward. That is right. Yes. I always had a good mindset of taking that one step back in order to help myself move forward. A key thing was pushing myself uh, to try all those new things and experimentations, but also knowing when in that journey you need to take that step back and pause for a second, see what you've done before and what steps are you going to take next in order to help yourself along your journey? Is there a grand picture that you're looking at? Is it something that you know will be in the making for years to come? Maybe you passed by it and you just didn't realize it. Maybe that step back was so necessary that it just couldn't be let up. You needed to making sure that you take that moment and be able to visualize something instead of just rushing yourself forward and stumbling over and over again, not realizing like where that path leads. I think that's a very interesting thing that that you that you have. Sometimes you do have to take that step back. Um, have you had? What are some personal experiences that you've had where you've had to do that in order to make the growth and go forward? Big thing would be making my decision through college and finding the path of my degree and what my career may end up. I knew when I started I was a huge gamer. I loved to do like some artwork and visualize things on paper and making sure I can be a part of that environment. Tag up the bathroom walls? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> got to got to spread the art. You got to yeah. got to see uh what you're made of. <laughs> but with that it led me into computer science for game development because I also didn't know where to exactly lead, but I knew, again, looking back at what I have done was sticking with games and finding a drive to what it takes to develop such games and the beautifulness of the beauty of the artwork and the development. And hey, I was like, why not? Like, I know I love sports and fitness, but I think I'm really connected towards the game development world, so why not give it a shot? But it only took for about two years for me to really decide, hey, I like the design work. Um, I have fun playing games and seeing what it is made of, but I just couldn't see myself following through with it. It just wasn't as fun as I realized it would be. But again, I had a backup plan where I knew I needed to look back at what I've done again and seeing that I really loved the sport, um, but I also liked helping out friends along the line as well, along their journey and seeing like what it took for me to get to my stage or my level of experience and what it took to be at a higher level overall and practice making perfect. And I think that just rekindled myself into the fitness world. And I was like, okay, if I can't find myself in the computer science realm and developing those games, let's go ahead and do what I have always done is be a part of the fitness world. And I was like, hey, let's just go into kinesiology. Let's see what may pop up and what I will like, whether that's going to be for, say, rehab, coaching, and the many other avenues within that degree. And I definitely had a lot of trials and error. I went through athletic training. I went through some like part-time coaching areas to be an assistant to see where that was at and seeing if I want to do personal training but it was always just apples here and there along that path. And I was thankful that I stuck with it and didn't let go of 
the kinesiology uh, degree and made my decision to like fall off. Mm -hmm. So sticking with it was like definitely the biggest part in making sure I know where my destination is and what I need to try in order to help myself figure out who I will become. Oof, that was deep. That was deep and that's good. Like I think a lot of times people, you know, can get stuck coming up in the system, so to speak of, you know, they get into college and they get into business management or something like that or computer science. And like, once they kind of start on it, they just kind of assume that, you know, it's school and I won't like it that much. And once I get out, I'll find a career in it and stuff like that. I mean, I had a similar path that took me a bit longer to really uh, reflect on what it was that I wanted to do. And for me, it didn't happen until I was mid twenties before I started pursuing my, my career in fitness. So I think that's really mature of you and, and good that you took the time to kind of think that through and like, okay, think like, how am I actually going to be impacting people? Is it going to be a way that I really want to make an impact on people? And so that's good that you, you took the time to think through that. Nice. Sticking with the taking one step back, go two steps forward theme here. This is kind of a question for both of you because in training, it's, it's something that I think it's valuable for a lot of our listeners here too, that sometimes you don't always have to push through all these barriers. Sometimes you may have to like take things back. Maybe you two can speak on that and maybe some of your trials and tribulations in, in the training realm of health and fitness. Yes, definitely within the world of my fitness, I've had to realize that you can't just keep pushing yourself to the max, to your limits continuously over and over and like not recognizing how your body's doing. What am I, what am I feeling? Like, is this right? Like, should I keep going forward even though I have aches and pains or I just like, I'm not getting anywhere, but you do have to check up on yourself. And sometimes that comes with either looking at your own progression or what you've done, or also maybe even friends that say, Hey, like we've been lifting for a while, or you've been going on runs for a while. And it seems like you're kind of like drained, like rightly, like you don't seem like yourself or you, your mood's been changing a lot. Like is something going on with your fitness realm or something else? And you're like looking back on it and you're like, yeah, like come to think of it, something, something says come up, like I've hit a wall and I don't know how to get out of it. And through the connections of friends that have gone through it over their years and knowing what they need to do to take a moment, pause and see what you've done to maybe cause yourself to hit that plateau or hit that wall. And I'd say it was never taking a step back or regressing just a little bit, again, with intention to see what I can work on and not just kind of glossing over it and just putting my ego over the board and endangering myself, which also has led to plenty of injuries. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, nothing too severe, uh, but it definitely eats away at you uh, as time moves on. And you always want to see yourself with some growth. And it always is something where you want to be pushed and you want to do it for yourself because you know if you don't push yourself you're not going to get anywhere but you have to acknowledge when you need to stop for a moment yeah and I think my 
experience has been very similar. And, you know, I mean, Callie, you and I have talked about a lot as coaches, you know, we tend to be hard on ourselves and try to do a lot of different things at once, but yeah, very similar experiences to Jared in that, like, you know, I'll be trying to progress at something specific and it's pretty easy to just try to keep going and get lost in that and get lost in focusing on linear progression and not understanding that it's more of like peaks and valleys, right? Jared actually had a very, an interesting note on the, the notes that he put like regression with intention to get you further. And I think that's like a very, very poignant statement because being intentional about taking that, we'll say it's a deload week, being intentional about taking that deload week will get you so much further than if you try to push through and lose that intention because you're tired or fatigued or just like bored with what you're working on, whatever it is, whatever you can give intention to in that moment, I think is going to be the thing that takes you forward. And just as we've talked about, listen to your body. If you feel like you're losing that intention in your trading sessions, then probably take a step back, like just take a week fully off of training or anything organized and just see what happens after a week. You might get like, all right, now I like really, I miss training. I really want to get back into it. And then there you go. That intention is right back. So yeah, I think very similar to Jared with, with me and just ultimately it comes down to just listening to your body and your body will always send you the signals that it needs. And you just got to take that in and, and, and take a step back. Roll with the punches as they say, as they say, as they say, Ooh, well, let's shift gears again here. Like in a manual transmission car, just going to shift gears from time to time. Going from one to four. Or four to one. Ooh, downshifting. Downshifting. That's pretty hard. Downshift to get through a corner so you can shift back up into a, like the two, like taking Can you drive a stick shift? I cannot yet. I can't either, no. I drove one in Mexico for a bit. Ooh, how's that experience? We can Uh, say that for another day. It was fun, um, although the clutch broke. Oh boy! We're gonna have to save this. Com- we're gonna yeah. have to save that story for time. another for another uh, shout podcast. out to the driver, the guide that was with me in the passenger seat. <laughs> Couldn't really do anything at the moment, but except just yell and say it was fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Mister Jared, we have some fire questions. We would want to say rapid, but some of these do get a little bit long winded. But we'll do our best to keep these rapid here to get to let the audience know a little bit more about you here. So. You ready? Ready. Uh, I'll go first here. Who has the biggest influence on your life? Biggest influence on my life? I would have to say my father. He definitely has been a huge push on making sure I am always growing to be a better person and that I take the journey uh, for myself with aid when needed but making me accountable and always learning what life has at stake and taking in every moment. Cause for sure, as I grew up, I was like the shyest kid and I just kind of shunned myself away from a lot of things. And it wasn't until I really opened up my eyes and he kind of put some sternness uh, in me uh, to help develop my character and build to be better and to take life one step at a time as best as I can. And I, to this day, I'm grateful that he pushed me as best as he could 
Shout out Papa J- Papa Taylor. Papa Taylor. Papa Taylor. Yeah. Shout out. Um, all right, a slightly less serious question. Uh, you said you're a gamer. Weapon of choice in Halo: sniper rifle, sword, rocket launcher, or battle rifle? Or if it's something that's not listed, that would be the battle rifle. Ooh, that is. He's so a tactician. Deadly. Yes. <laughs> Got to get your burst right. That's the th- you do. <laughs> you do. That's the key. That's that's funny that that was your answer because only someone that's really good at Halo would answer that. That's that's you know great. what I mean. That's true. Like most people would be like sword because you can just slash people, but <laughs> one hit kills. Yeah, oh. but no battle rifle. Oh no, I like yeah, it. you got to be on point with the battle rifle. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you do. Okay, sticking with the uh, gaming theme, this is more of a hands-on game. I don't know if you're familiar with these, Simon or Bop It. He may be too young for them. I'd go with Bop It. Yeah. I actually bought one of those and I had it for the longest time. I don't know where I lost it, but I'd play that. <laughs> Did it annoy your dad? No, no. I didn't play it when they were around because I would just play that and it would go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get lost in Bop It, that's for sure. Um, okay, next question. If you could have one exotic pet, what would it be? Ooh, that's kind of a rough question. Exotic pet, what would it be? Any wild animal. I don't know if it's too cliche, but I always do think about getting like a tiger or some type of like larger, like cat or something like that. Yeah. That's fierceness. <laughs> Big cat. <laughs> Big cat. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's cliche, but I mean, who wouldn't want a tiger? That's why it's cliche. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, Jackie Chan or Will Ferrell movies? Oh my gosh. So I'm definitely a big fan of both because I love good comedy, which they both do, but also for Jackie Chan on a good action pack as well. Oh gosh. I don't know. I don't know if I can choose between the both because they both have a really good place within the genre of movies. I, I'd say more so I'd go with Jackie Chan. Ooh, I do go with him because the biggest thing I do like as well is how he does a lot of his own stunts and that really yeah. like sealed me into yeah. all his movies as well. Fair enough. All right. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Harry Potter. Ooh, that was a that quick was, answer. Was quite a I am a diehard Harry Potter fan as a kid. That's, <laughs> I think, one of the few books where I would actually re-read the books Interesting. and just go through them, and I would just fan out whenever the movies came. I was like, oh, yeah. Did I've you dress up? Yes. I would, as what? Uh, I, I would, uh, I would, term. I would be Harry. Okay. I would, yeah, I'd like always. Harry, I wanted my like, wizard. Like, did I, you give I want, yourself the tattoo on the forehead, the the lightning bolt? Oh yeah, I like to play <laughs> on my character. Yeah, I he wanted, I wanted, I wanted to have the magic within me. I right, wanted to make right. sure I was one of them. Yeah. Now, now, <laughs> now he can do it sleeveless. Yeah. <laughs> Jacked Harry Potter. <laughs> Summer or winter? Oh, I'd say more of the summer. Cause I do. Suns out, guns out. I do yeah, like to have a. <laughs> that's right. Suns out, guns out. Everybody. <laughs> I do like having a little bit of heat, even though the cool weather is very, very nice uh, once in a while for me. As I do run very hot, so the heat doesn't always work well with me. But I do love some outdoors uh, for the winter, for the summertime. It's just uh, it's a beauty for the summer. I believe. Love it. Favorite Star Wars character. Ooh, that's a good one. 
That universe is so big, though. Gosh. Oh, it's gotten a lot to, bigger. Who these to days. pick from that? Yeah, because we got the core six, and then you got the additional three that. I don't, I don't know. We'll see how those. And are. all the spinoffs. Yeah, man. the spinoffs. Oh, yes. Bunch of spinoffs on that part, too. Hmm. That's actually a rough uh, question on Oh, I don't know. I'd have to say anywhere between. Like I like Han Solo a lot, mm. and the also, informational Han Solo. <laughs> yes, yes, the one Sorry, we, I my by my up. side, <laughs> <laughs> and Anakin Skywalker. Okay, Ooh, okay, say, that's a good one. I'd say so. But he becomes evil later. Yes. Does that mean? That's, but he that's has, he's on the run. Not, not Darth Vader. Not, not Darth Vader. Not Darth Vader. <laughs> His building and character of how he's able to go through all the trials. But yeah. yes, it did suck when. He had to switch sides, oh, and he turned that no. side he did not like. But mm-hmm. other than that, <laughs> any hidden talents? Oh, I don't believe I have any hidden talents yes. I, that I can think of or know of. We'll, fi- <laughs> <laughs> we'll find one. Everybody has a hidden talent within that. Um, last question: What advice would you give to a younger Jared? Ooh, for younger Jared. I'd say you're gonna make a lot of tough decisions for yourself. I know it's hard to push yourself at that young age and it always was something of a small box for yourself to get out of. And you need to be able to make those steps further in order to see who you truly become. So make the hard decisions and make the smart decisions with that and you'll be able to find your path sooner than later. That's good. And with that, you got to hit the tagline, by the way. Avoid the BS. Ooh. Uh, what? No what? cursing? Oh, I thought avoid the bullshit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, I don't know if PG you, I version. Know, still, I like no it. one's gotten it right on the first try. <laughs> I don't know. I was oh, like, TJ, except TJ. Yeah. I don't know if you hyphened it or you acronymed or you said <laughs> avoid the... <laughs> Thank you again for listening to the P13 Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This podcast was produced by Project 13 Gyms, and a special thanks to Studio Pod Media for providing the studio space and additional production. Absolutely. You can find us on social media on Instagram at Project 13 Gyms. You can find myself at Kemifan, that is K-E-M-I-F-A-N. How about you, Thomas? Where can they find you on your social media? You can find me at Conway Bunga. That's C-O-N-W-A-Y-B-U-N-G-A. You can also check us out at project13gyms.com. And if you're in the SF area, come train with us at Project 13 Gyms in Lower Knob Hill.